Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim, Ed, Fred, and now Steve, Steve Jordahl. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Um, Ed, you're gonna, you can I ask you a question? Or? Yes, sir. You <laughs> sure can. I know you're texting, and I was gonna text Walker so, about huh? something. It's dangerous when you text and answer somebody's question. Yeah, because every time I do this, you look right at know, me and you put me on the spot. I shouldn't do that because <laughs> I do the same thing. Huh? Uh, do we need any milk at the store? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that kind of texting. Yes, sir. Uh, What's your? You said you had a question. Uh, let's see. What was I going to ask you? Oh, uh, yeah. See, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It slipped my mind. I, I had my question in mind, but then uh, you, oh, you distracted me about with streaming. your texting. Huh? Uh, how the people can watch? Yeah. Uh, hold they, on, hold on. I get my yeah. stopwatch here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be quick. <laughs> All right, folks, if you want to watch us do the remainder of our show, which is now about 24 minutes, right. you can watch us on Facebook. Who would, we're banned on YouTube right. permanently. And we're proud of it. And we're proud of it. Or you can go to our streaming platform, streaming.afa.net. Not screaming. Not screaming. Streaming.afa.net. And you can watch us do this program on streaming.afa.net. We uh, stream the video of this Mount program. Zion Baptist. And we want to welcome. Uh, we have a uh, some folks here from Mount Zion Baptist Church in Independence, right? Did they I can't. They right? probably can't hear you. They're, They're nodding. Mississippi. How do sign language? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did I get that right? Did you hear me? Are you reading my lips? Anyway, there. We, we, we have folks here who are watching the show, and they're across the uh, glass from us. Did I get them right, Brent? What's it? What's the name of the church? Uh, huh? Mount Zion Baptist Church I got it right. from Independence, Independence Mississippi, Mississippi which is DeSoto County, south of Memphis. Yes, sir. Uh, by Olive Branch, Mississippi, for those who know the area. And they drove down here to, to watch part of the show and get a tour of our uh, offices and studios, and we welcome them uh, to the uh, to American Family Radio. So thanks for stopping by. Um so let's get to the news, Steve. What do you got here for us? It is not often that the villain spells out his evil plan to take over the world, but uh-huh. occasionally it happens, and it happened this time. I want to take you to... Well, you really set yourself up here. I hope you got something good. <laughs> A villain to take over the world. This, yeah. well, this is like... Have uh, you been reading the Bible again? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that or are we looking for Tom Cruise somewhere in this It might story. be. It, it, that, yeah. Um, so... This I want to take you back to the um, G20 uh, summit in Bali. I want you to hear Klaus Schwab, who is the head of the World Economic Forum, and I want you to hear what he is saying these days. Uh, What's his name? Klaus Schwab. You hear that name mentioned? This is a bad dude. Yeah, you hear his name mentioned a lot on Jan Markell's program, Understanding the Times. And what is his role? He is the head of the World Economic Forum. Okay. Which are the big movers and shakers that uh, some people say pull all the levers in the world. Uh, yes. that's, that's <laughs> the, king, the king of globalism. There you go. Listen to cut 13. What we have to confront is a deep, systemic, and structural restructuring of our world. And this will take some time. 
at the world we look differently after we have gone through this transition process. Politically, the driving forces for this political transformation, of course, is the transition into a multipolar world which has a tendency to make our world much more fragmented. And for this reason, events like this one, the G20, and so on, are the very important connectors to avoid a too great segmentation. Uh, I couldn't understand half of what he said. What well, Tim, first of all, just the accent. Just the um, accent. It's a Bond villain, right? Sounds sinister. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so he, he, when was this and what did he say there? Why yesterday, you, and he said that oh, yesterday, there, okay. there needs to be a fundamental transformation of the world. And it needs well, to I agree with him on that. Yeah. More people need to know the Lord. Yeah, we're, we're thinking in two I'm different directions. That's that not what he, he was talking saying. About. No, no. This, is, he, this is not the first time that he's made this kind of speech. It's known in some circles as an advocacy for the Great Reset. In fact, he's he did he coin the I don't know if he coined the term or not, but he he did write a book mm -hmm. about COVID and its role in the Great Reset. Yes. What is the Great Reset here? Well, the Great Reset. Uh, people like John Kerry are uh, Joe Biden's uh, climate change czar. It, it's really about uh, aligning the whole world under an enlightened group of self-appointed leaders. And really what it is, is getting rid of individualism, getting rid of nationalism, uh, and so that you don't have strong individual states anymore. You just have a bunch of nations all working together for the same political agenda. You can get a it, primer in the book of Revelation. It's uh, a good way of looking at and that's an excellent explanation, by the way, Fred, but global progressivism. Because progressivism in this country is about just what Fred said. The experts, the elites should be the ones making the decisions. And that's why it's all going to be focused in D.C. You suck up more and more power and authority. But the Great Reset is doing that on an international scale. Yes. Okay. It's scary stuff. I, I, I did notice a word he used, which in what I could understand, it he said the world's too fragmented. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. That. If, 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 if fragmented is another way of saying too many individual states slash governments making their own That's yes, right. uh, yes. decisions, we need more collaboration to bring, yes. they're going to, they're going to say, they're going to use things like unity and right. world peace and collaboration. But what yeah. they really mean is we'll run it. Yeah. Remember Barack Obama during yeah. his campaign, 2008, going to change the country, going to change the Fundamental world. Fundamental change, yeah. And remember he went to Europe touring his campaign for president? And how many, what, thousands and thousands and thousands of people showed up because they saw him as one of these kind of global leaders. And that was his agenda. And we're seeing that continue today on many fronts. He got a Nobel Peace Prize, for goodness sakes. I, I, have, I, I, have some, I have some good news, though. Ah, okay. Yes. And I'm being serious. All right, until the end comes, which is under the control of Almighty God, mm -hmm. these people are uh, going to fail. They, if, now, 
we are all, always supposed to be watching for what these people are proposing, but God is the one who determines the timetable. Yes. Uh, this has been attempted before with the League of Nations. It failed after the, the devastation of the First World War. So I want to encourage Christians to continue to pray, to continue working against these elitist schemes, because if it is not time for this revelation, by the book of Revelation, to take place, then it is up to us to work to stop these kinds of efforts, and God will help us. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's 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 how we uh, that's how we stay with a mind on what the Bible says will happen, and be faithful today to do what God has called us to do, because you never know when the end is a hundred years away, five hundred years away, or five years away. And if it's five years away, we the Lord will return. Or five minutes. Or five minutes. And he'll find us being faithful to be salt and light. There you go. That'll there preach, you. Ed. That'll preach. We got, so we got another group touring our facilities here. Brent, go out, go find out where this <laughs> where this bunch is from. We're, we're popular <laughs> here. I hope huh? that's the reason why they're coming by. Well, we don't charge either. Right. So it's a free free tour. Here, but we we're gotta put out. speakers out there in the hall so they can actually hear. Well, them. but then then you've got all the people who work in the hallways. Their offices are right there. They they'd have to listen to us all day long. So 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 you think this uh, fella here that we just heard, Klaus Schwab. Klaus, where, where is he from? But he sounds Eastern from. European, uh, yeah. well Western Europe. He may be Austrian, maybe German, or something like that. Anyway, uh, once they start proposing some kind of a one world currency. That's that's uh, kind of where they'd like to go, right? Yes. Sure. Uh, yes. But but, uh, but you know what? You got a real problem with uh, over half the world in terms of they would be opposed to this kind of thing, mm-hmm. not necessarily because we would as Americans. We want our sovereignty, our independence. We want to uh, we want the dollar to be the to continue to be the world's uh, reserve currency. Right. But uh, China, yeah, uh, Iran, uh, Russia. I mean, you got you got a bunch of players out there around the world who aren't necessarily looking to hold hands and sing kumbaya with everybody else right now. Right, and that, but that is why uh, Schwab and others looked at the uh, COVID and the coronavirus pandemic as being um, a, an opportunity to move towards the Great Reset. Because well, now they, COVID's gone, though. Well, I know, but they, they were seeing it as a chance to increase uh, and concentrate international power and authority. Right. Yeah, the pieces are there. And, and until they had a big, huge meltdown in cryptocurrency, there was another piece of that puzzle that of uh, one world. Did you, use lo- did you lose a lot of money in the crypto crash, I Steve? did not huh? lose a lot of money in crypto. No, I'm, I know how to explain it a little bit. I know my but, sisters used to call me creepo. creepo. I don't think that's the same thing, is it? It was a similar <laughs> implosion, however. <laughs> yes. Uh, in all seriousness, I know that the vast majority of our listeners aren't into cryptocurrency, but some people are. But they had a they had a Bernie Madoff type situation, which is affecting the world, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What happened there, FT- Steve? Uh, FTX it was a guy, a young guy. Who, what is uh, FTX? It's like a, <laughs> it's like a bicycle, isn't it, or something? <laughs> it's a uh, currency. I had one of those as a kid, I think. It's a cryptocurrency platform 
And basically, it people are saying now that uh, he it was a shill for giving money to Democrats. That's the the charge. Sam Bankman Freed. Sam Bankman Freed is the guy's name. Hey, how old is that dude? He's like thirty two in here, something like he's, that. He's young. You know this this is a this is a pretty this is a pretty. Uh, now you correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. The way this some people are saying this worked is that the federal government gave money to Ukraine, yep. which is fighting against the Russians. The Ukrainians invested money in FTX, okay, this trading uh, cryptocurrency trading group. He's 30 years old. That's from Brent Creeley, our producer. So Ukraine invested in money in FTX. FTX gave money to the Democratic Party. Yes. So the, so the, the question is, was the federal government taking tax money that was being laundered through Hunter. Ukraine yeah. and FTX to support Democratic candidates? That ha that charge has been made. Yep. Um, and the reason, one of the reasons that FTX ex imploded uh, is that they were missing some $500 billion of cash, I think it was the number, um, that, they, that they were stolen somehow. And uh, the the platform went from being uh, it went to virtually zero. It's virtually wor worthless. This uh, this um, guy Sam Bankman Fried Sam Bankman Fried lost billions of dollars in in hours. Yeah. Um, now he, he but he's has he left the country? I don't think so. Okay, not that I know of. All right. His headquarters though is in. I'm looking here, uh, Nassau in the Bahamas. Well, there you go. You, you guys get involved in any of this crypto, cryptocurrency? I, I, no, I don't. I don't I, I, blockchain is the, I think, the technology. I, I don't. My son tried to explain it to me once, mm -hmm. and I just, my eyes glazed over, and I said, could you get out of the way? I'm watching the hockey game. <laughs> if you go to um, AFN.net, I have done several pieces that uh, delve very briefly or shallowly uh into cryptocurrency uh blockchain uh the the uh using art and stuff as what's it called to tokens? i can't remember tofu tofu <laughs> <laughs> anyway tofu. you can go to go to afn and get a little bit of a primer on uh, tofu crypto. is art though steve you well think some, about it some say yes uh, created curd bird created <laughs> Curd bird. You've never heard of that? <laughs> no, I haven't. Everybody loves Raymond. It's a famous episode. Curd bird. Instead of a real like turkey, a they created a turkey mold made of tofu. <laughs> Curd bird. Oh, man. That's when you just go, what's the point? You might as well right. just cancel Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. You're eating tofu. I, you notice the, uh, some comedian or somebody the other day was saying, you notice how these uh, people who promote vegetarian meals want to always make their vegetarian meals look like the real thing. Yes. <laughs> who, who was that? I they like make a veggie burger. A veggie burger, right. Well, why do they call it a veggie burger? Because they're trying that? to trick their mind into that thinking, hey, I'm I'm about to eat a vegetable <laughs> sandwich that I want to think is a real hamburger, mm -hmm. right? But uh, just not. You may be able to trick the eyes, but you, you can't, can't trick, trick the 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 uh, bingo the, the taste, taste buds. buds. <laughs> you cannot taste do it. buds say no, <laughs> no. You're not eating a hamburger. You're eating something. You're eating yes, vegetables. The, the taste buds say to the eyes, "You got to be kidding me, huh?" <laughs> I know. Is it? You know what I'm, I'm talking? Oh, oh, I know. 
It was Jim Gaffigan. Okay, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan, the comedian. I think I sent that to you because it, yes. was, it was pretty it was, funny. It was He's generally funny. very clean. But, yeah, he said that they make it all look. Listen, I, I, just want to, I just want to let everyone know that I'm not on the tofu train. <laughs> My wife and I, for the last 10 years probably, we've skipped the turkey at Thanksgiving because everywhere you go, you go over to someone's house, it's turkey, turkey week. So we get ribs. There We've been doing go. ribs and all the fixings for the last 10 years, and I'm just guaranteeing you there is no way to make a tofu rib. <laughs> it's the real deal or nothing. Yep. So yep. I, that I believe. I'm all in. <laughs> tofu ribs. Oh, no, you eat ribs, you know you're eating meat. meat. There's no way to write that's to right, a, That's right. There's no way to, to, to disguise ribs now. Yeah. Um, Steve – I don't know why you keep getting us off track here. I'm sorry. Subject, yeah. uh, you know, I, it's up to me again. Yes. yes. Bring keep, us around. Yeah. Because Steve's the one that mentioned tofu. Yeah. You're listening, I thought that's what he said. Uh, you're listening to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. I'm Tim with Ed and Fred, and we thank you for listening. And next story, Steve. If there is going to be an end to the transgender fad, it probably will come about like this. Somebody is going to sue a doctor or a clinic that is issuing these drugs to these kids or cutting off healthy body parts and because they were misinformed about how healthy these things are. And in fact, that's what we're starting to see. There's at least three lawsuits, one in Great Britain, uh, a lady named Kira Bell. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Kira Bell. Uh, her... A lot, her lawsuit was able to actually shut down the British Tavistock Clinic, which is their place where they do all the gender reassignment, uh, whatever, those gender mutilation surgeries. By the way, I refuse to say gender-affirming anything. Right. Like, I refuse to say biological male. It's a male. But anyway, right. um, in this country, the Camille Kiefel is suing. So is Chloe Cole. These are two other people. That are suing uh, doctors and um, and clinics here it, because they were told that they would be happy and fulfilled if they cut off healthy body parts, and in fact they were not, and they are trying to detransition, and now they're permanently mutilated. But these lawsuits, if you have to start paying millions of dollars out to people because you mutilated them, you're going to stop. Well, because they also are telling these young people. This is what the science says. Yeah. yeah. One and, of the big problems uh, and other studies are being done right now, and I think the New York Times actually did an article on this. I think I passed it around yesterday. Uh, we're now far enough in several years that they're discovering problems with these puberty blockers that they are giving, uh, particular with uh, females who tried to transition or trying to tra or say they want to transition to a boy. And they give these puberty blockers, which cuts back on the estrogen. And what they're one of the problems they're seeing is bone density. Their bones are not maturing the way that they should, which is leading in some cases to osteoporosis. Even and at a young age? Even at a young age. Who could have guessed that? Huh? They're, wow. They're starting it with some kids eight years old. Yeah. So there are now, there's two, there's two groups of doctors that are evolving out of this. There are a group of doctors that are saying, are out there warning saying we need to stop this uh, but there's another group of doctors that's going to the government saying we want protection from these lawsuits 
because we're still all in on this stuff. You know, you had the Vanderbilt case back here a couple of weeks ago where, uh, fortunately, the governor of Tennessee ordered them to stop doing these procedures because we had this person who was captured the on audio, yeah. captured on video saying we can make so much money off of these operations. Listen, this is dangerous stuff. When you mess with God's design, right? Um, and I mean, you know, this is not earth shattering. Many people have said it before, but when you mess with God's design, there are consequences to be paid. And we've got to get to this point. Young people go through difficult emotional times in their lives. But what's happening now, instead of saying, you know, we're going to get through this and you will mature in time. Instead, now they've got clinics and you've got doctors and you've got counselors who are saying, hey, we can fix this emotional problem by giving you a drug. And that that just simply has to stop. Yep. And I think it, it probably will, given these lawsuits. Um, you guys talked earlier with Jenna Ellis, who told you a little bit about her time with the president. And uh, I wanted to play this for you guys. Um, Senator Mike Lee of Utah was at the Federalist Society giving a little speech, and he related an interesting story about him and Trump. I wonder if we have about enough time to close with this, I think. Um, he was given a specifically geeky problem by the president to solve. Uh, it was some economic thing that um, that wasn't, I mean, it was a complicated, complex answer, and Mike Lee came up with it. And he walked back in the Oval Office with the answer, and I want you to hear what happened. Uh, cut 11. I was really proud of myself, and I was thinking he was uh, just going to bear his heart out to me. I'm thinking, so, thank you so much, Mike. Instead, he goes, Mike, when the rest of us were 16, we were out chasing girls and doing crazy, crazy stuff. But then I think about you. <laughs> At 16, you're not doing that, Mike. You're at home, sitting at a desk, and you're studying the Senate rules of the Constitution. Am I right? <laughs> and I said, well, it's not far off. Yeah, it's kind of true. Um, but, I, you know, I did like girls. In fact, that's where I met Sharon, and he goes, yeah, good point. He said, I knew it. I, I knew that was you. And then he turns around and he says to all the staff, and this is the critical part, and yet he has a beautiful wife. I don't understand. <laughs> How did a that loser Trump. like you get a <laughs> right. beautiful wife a like A geek. That was Senator Mike Lee of Utah? Yes, sir. Yeah. He, that, that was, if he doesn't make it in the Senate, he can, <laughs> he can go on late night TV and impersonate uh, President, President Trump. Trump. Yeah. President Trump does have... A perfect voice for trying to. My son does a superb imitation yeah. of the president, but because it's so unique sounding, anybody who has that kind of ability, the skills to imitate, you've got stuff to work with. It's hard, maybe with Ted Cruz or someone like that, whose voice is a little. It's, bit, a, it's a unique. He has a unique uh, presentation, yeah, and voice cadence that uh, you could. You can never take the you can take the boy out of New York, but you can't take the New York <laughs> out of the boy or something like that. Something like you get that not, idea. Has something to do with tofu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening to today's issues, and we shall be back here tomorrow. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise.
Well, Lord willing, really doesn't matter whether the creek rises or not. It's all <laughs> predestined. Uh, so we'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>